Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colo. Hi there. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. I am so excited for you to hear from my next guest today, Nancy Pryor from Fort Collins, Colorado. Welcome, Nancy. Thank you. Thanks for having me on, Barbara. Oh, I am super excited for us to chat. Nancy and I have known each other for many years, and we've both connected a lot just because we're we both do work with core clarity, talking with people about their strengths. And so I appreciate you so much, Nancy, because you are always ready to answer my call at the last minute when I'm on my way to a workshop. So <laughs> anyway, I'd love for you to introduce yourself, who you are, where you live, and what you do. Okay. Well, my name is Nancy Pryor, and uh, you already said that I live in Fort Collins, Colorado. And I've been on staff with Athletes in Action, which is a ministry with Crew, the organization of Crew. And I've been on staff for 45 years. Dates wow. me a little bit. Oh. And I've been married for most of that time for 44 of those years. And I have a husband who's still on staff. He's been on staff for 50 years. My, my husband's name is Jeff. Wow. And then I have two adult children. My son is married, but my claim to fame and my dearest thing to my heart are my two granddaughters, Juniper and Finn. They're just amazing. We get to go see them again in a couple of weeks. They don't live near here. So, uh-huh. um, but on staff, I have transitioned into several different jobs through the years. And right now I'm working in the, our LDHR department, which is leadership development, and human resources within athletes in action. I'm a specialist and working on some different projects that we're doing there. But my main job is with Core Clarity, um, that I have been a facilitator for about seven or eight years. And I am now the liaison between Core Clarity and crew. So any crew staff member that becomes a facilitator or is working with Core Clarity, I'm their first point of contact. I help them. I help them with whatever they're doing. Uh, If they need refresher, some people haven't done anything since before COVID and things have changed. And so a lot of my job is working with our crew staff and then doing workshops. And I, what I love, love, love about what I do is that I love to see that light bulb go on. I mean, when you're talking to people and helping them understand their talents and their strengths, and that light bulb goes on and they see for the first time, sometimes they see for the first time their worth and who they are and how God has made them who they are. And that to me is worth it. It's exciting for them to, to see that and then to begin to start reaching, working out of their strengths and reaching their potential. Mm. Oh, that's so, so great. Yeah. I know, like you say, it's just such a joy to, to help people see just how amazing they are. And I just stopped the phone today with a guy that was struggling as he was comparing himself to other people he knows doing a certain task. And Mm. so hopefully I infused a little encouragement to him of like, he's got strengths. I wish I had. Yeah. I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. It's really fun to see people like, oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. And they can see, I always tell people when I'm either going 
through it individually or in a group or doing a workshop, I, you're going to see how great you are. And that's what we're here for. So. Who doesn't want that? Yeah. Who doesn't want that? Yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about your journey, about understanding your strengths and even like just doing what you do with um, Core Clarity and doing that more almost full-time-ish with helping people understand their how great they are. Okay, I will. Um, I took the Clifton Strengths Assessment probably about 10 years ago, and I didn't really understand it. I mean, I read the things and somebody went through it with me kind of briefly, and I thought, okay, that's me. But one of the things that I have really appreciated um, within Core Clarity, which is a separate organization from Clifton Strengths, and just takes the assessment and the, your top five talents to just to the next level. And I think the, the difference there is that Core Clarity begins to help you understand how you see yourself and how those strengths manifest themselves within yourself. And so when I started um, learning that, it made a big difference. But one of the things I learned right early on with Core Clarity is what we call the three major fault lines. And those are faulty ways of thinking that we've grown up with. And you might have, I know you know these, but your listeners might not. And they are, first one is that everyone thinks the same way we do. Well, intellectually, we know that's not true. Right. But I want it to be true. Don't you all the time? Yeah. You want everybody to think, I want everybody to like what I like and love what I love and know what I know and... I think that's why I get excited when I really am excited about something. I want everyone to know, but I, but I know that we don't all think the same way. But the second one, the second major fault line is, <clears throat> excuse me, um, when everyone has the same talents that we do, except they have more. And that's just the comparison game all over the place. And I've always thought, well, and I would envy all these people with there, but what do I have? I don't know about me. And then the last major fault line is when someone says something to us, they're talking about us. <clears throat> I think we all fall into that one so many times when somebody's making a blanket statement like, oh, did you see so-and-so? They, they so improved in this um, area of their life or whatever they're talking about. And I'm thinking, okay, is she talking to me? Is she trying to tell me I need to improve in that area? When all they're doing is they're excited about what somebody has done in their life or what are, whatever they're saying. And so- the thing that really got helped me the most was realizing that I have my own talents and that not to compare myself. And within my family, one of the things I've always envied with my husband, my daughter, and my son, as they've become adults, they all have are very discerning and intuitive. Well, I found out later that my son has empathy as his number one, which is naturally intuitive. And my daughter and my husband both have individualization in their top five, which is naturally discerning. They've always been able to read people and read situations that I'm just not, I've always envied that. And I thought, well, what's wrong with me that they can do that and I can't. And so when I began to learn about my strengths, which are positivity, woo, communication, activator, and um, includer, I think includer and then activator. Anyway, and when I began to embrace those strengths, just like your podcast says, I started to see a whole new me. That's who I am. And that's who they are. And I could celebrate who I was. And that really helped me to, to own those top five talents. And now I still envy those talents. And I still envy people that are really intuitive and maybe really discerning with things. But now I use them. 
I go to them for help when I can't understand what's what's going on in a situation. And I don't envy them in a negative way. I envy them in a positive way that I can go to them for help, but I'm owning who I am with the top five talents that God has given me. And I've seen them play out and I've been able to use them more since I've understood when I began to understand them. And I think I probably use them on a daily basis in my job with everything that I do. So that has been really, really enlightening for me and fun for me to see the difference there and own who I am. And that's what I love when I see people own who they are. Mm, That's great. So like even just how you're saying, I can see why you love what you get to do as you meet with teams and individuals. And is there anything else that just drives your passion about, about that? Well, it's fun because as I've been able to walk through this journey of being a core clarity facilitator, I've um, coached people one-on-one. I've coached couples. We have a great couples packet for couples, even not just couples, but relationship packets. It can be coworkers, helped a lot of coworkers who maybe don't see eye to eye. And when you begin, what, what it does, when you go through somebody's talents and maybe they're not seeing eye to eye in something and you begin to, it doesn't excuse behavior, but it brings a wealth of information and a wealth of understanding. Oh, that's why you do that. Like for instance, my husband, his number one talent is belief. And it's always driven me crazy that he's, his, and that belief is one of the talents that we feel like has a spiritual component, but it's not always, it's a belief in anything. And he believes like you shouldn't have breakfast for dinner. You have breakfast for breakfast. You know, you don't (laughs) go to church on Saturday night, church is Sunday morning and you don't go to the movies in the afternoon because it's a date night kind of thing. And all those kind of things (laughs) crazy before, but now I understand them and they still sometimes drive me crazy, but the understanding brings a wealth of um, just being able to accept those things with the person and being able to work through those things. And that's what we can do in a relationship packet. So I love that part. And then I also love working with teams and <clears throat> seeing the light bulb go on with teams. I worked with, I've worked with several teams within Athletes in Action, which is a part of crew, the branch that I work with. And I always get the comment when I've worked with a team that this is the most significant thing we've ever done as a team. And I'll give you one example. I did a team once and they're, um, the team leader, their um, team leader, his, one of his top talents is intellection. And you would think that he's very intelligent, which he is. But the natural name for intellection is naturally introspective. And when you understand that, so for him, I was explaining the talents to the whole team. And I was saying, well, now somebody, if you're working with somebody with intellection, it's a good thing maybe to send, if you're sending out the agenda to a meeting, send it ahead of time or give them time to process. They're not going to give you immediate answers. And the team just went, oh my gosh, that's <laughs> what we, we thought, we thought you hated all our ideas all this time. We just thought you didn't like anything we said because you never say anything until maybe a couple of weeks later. And they just, so the light bulbs just went off all over the room and I loved it. And he was just sitting there going, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's me. But they started to understand him. And now they understood that when they brought up an idea, it's going to take a while for him to give a response. And their team has gelled together so much better. So those are the kind of things that I love about it and what we do. Neither Clifton Strengths or, or um, Core Clarity is a faith-based organization. And since I work within a faith-based organization, 
people often ask me, well, how does this relate biblically or how does this relate spiritually to our lives and stuff like that? And so one of the things that I've been able to incorporate is I got a, I have a couple quotes that I always start a workshop with or meeting with somebody individually that I got from another facilitator on our staff. And he said that we honor God when we treat people as made in his image and according to his design. So we need to first acknowledge that and, re- and respect that, that God is the one that made us in his image. And so we need, we, when we honor, when we treat people like that, we honor him. Mm-hmm. And then we honor people when we acknowledge, respect, and lead them according to their unique design. And I think that's what we do. Here's what we do in Core Clarity. We are helping you to see your unique design and how God hardwired you. And in Ephesians 2.10, it says, for we are God's handiwork, masterpiece, story, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So it would make sense that God would want us to understand how he has hardwired us at our core in order for us to do those good works that he has prepared in advance for us to do. And one of the things, one of the verses that I usually end a a personal discovery session with is um, Psalm 139, 14. And it says, I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know now full well. And I often tell people, you know, we've always, we've heard that verse. We've read that verse. We've quoted that verse. And we know that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, but after going through your talents and understanding who you are, you know how you are fearfully mm-hmm. and wonderfully made now. And it's just really fun um, to see people understand that and bring it back to who we are at, at our core and how God is the one that hardwired us that way. And each one of us individually, which I found out through learning about those fault lines too, that I'm not going to be the same as everybody else, but I need to own who I am and be I'm excited for who I am and how God made me as my unique individual. Yeah. Have you had any other particular, um, just memorable times of people getting, just seeing their amazing greatness in a workshop? Uh, Yeah. In fact, one time um, I was doing a workshop and there was, I don't know if you've talked much about within Core Clarity, not only do we learn a lot about a person in their top five, but we learn a lot about where they fall in what we call the core clarity quadrants. Mm-hmm. And, and so this one gal is what we call a stabilizer. And she was the only stabilizer in that group. Stabilizers can often launch from every quadrant and can kind of, they dabble in a lot of things. They know a lot about a little, or a little about a lot is what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. And sometimes they're, they're known as the jack of all trades, but what's the opposite? I mean, the end of that phrase is master of none. Master of none. And she has always felt like that. And when we went through her talents and then her core drill of stabilizer and what she brings to the table, she started to cry because Mm. she never felt her worth before. Always thought, well, I can do a little bit of that, but look how great this person is at that. And I can do a little bit of that, but they really excel over here. And when she began to see what she brings to the table as the stabilizer of the group and where she can use her talents best and find her unique spot, she just soared. And I, I was just so touched because she really brought, brought almost brought tears to my eyes because she began to see mm. her value that she had never really acknowledged before or seen. And it was really cool. That mm. was a special moment. 
I'm a stabilizer. So yep. I can I can identify with right. that. And I don't think I necessarily had tears, but I think from probably most of the stabilizers you meet and I meet too, it is a common theme for people to think, well, what what do I bring to the table? Yeah. Did you struggle with that when you first learned about it too? I think I had maybe not that directly, but I think just even understanding about about the talents and even the individual ones that I have of the value of them, it, it has really helped me. And I think even being able to help lead other people and understanding theirs too, because I think it's just those three major fault lines in action all it the is. time. I think so. about those, those three major fault lines have made a big difference in my life because they come up daily. I think about them daily, but I also find myself kind of thinking, oh, that person needs to remember the three major fault lines because they're getting all, all over the place. They're comparing themselves or they're un misunderstanding or what, those kind of things. But they have made a huge difference in my life of not everybody thinks the same way we do. We all have our own unique talents and sometimes it's not always directed at us. So yeah, somebody says. Well, I'm curious. I know like um, when we meet with teams or people, we, well, we talk about what to do to develop our strengths, use them more. And what, do you have any certain things that even you've done or that you've heard about other people doing of really taking that to, um, making that real of really yeah. developing and using their strengths more? Yeah. Cause I feel like sometimes it's an, it's a nice idea, but I would love to get more practical things in people's hands about that right. idea. I think that's a great question. And I think it's something that um, it's sad to me when somebody learns their strengths and those light bulbs go on, but then nothing ever comes from it. Nothing ever develops from it. And so I do a couple of things when I'm working with a team or an individual. First of all, Core Clarity has already set us up with so many wonderful exercises that you can do um, afterwards on your own. There's one exercise that you can do. The first one is the self-reflection exercise. That's oh, it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then this one, you take each strength individually, like my, my, my number one is positivity. So how does positivity look in me? How does it propel me forward? How does positivity hold me back? And what are some steps I can take to make it more effective in my life? So it's an actual worksheet that you go through with each one of your talents. And then my favorite exercise to do after that is the one you mentioned, reveal your best self. And you take those talents and you write out a short little sentence on how does positivity look in me? How does woo look in me? How does communication look in me? Uh, for instance, in communication, I, we're in the day and age of texting and our cell phones and all those kind of things. And, you know, I grew up when we didn't have cell phones, we just had a regular landline and people actually answered their phones because we didn't <laughs> yeah. have answering machines and all those kind of things. And one of the things I wrote down in my communication or need for a tip for working with me is that after a while, if I'm texting somebody, I love to text. It's fine for information, but I don't know how somebody feels in a text. Mm. I need to talk to them. Sometimes I need to communicate that properly. And so at some point I'll stop texting and call. And one of the needs that I have written down in my needs and tips for working with me with communication is if you're on my team and I give you a call, if you're able to, please answer the phone. Mm. <laughs> oh, so, so, many easy. People, so many people don't. 
But um, that's an exercise that I love doing that's called uh, Reveal Your Best Self. And then you're supposed to write a short little paragraph and put all those together, all your talents together. And the first time I did that, I wrote this huge paragraph. I mean, it was mm -hmm. just like, blah, blah, blah. You know how you think you have to say everything in there. So I shortened it down to a sentence that says, through my positivity, woo, and communication, I am a natural salesman who loves to include people and bring them with me and take action and get things going. So that's kind of who I am in a nutshell. But then we are challenged to write your best self-statement. And a tip in writing this best self-statement is, to help you get started, think about how you might finish this phrase. You want me on your team because. Mm -hmm. And so my best self-statement is, you want me on your team because I propel people to reach their potential. And that's my best self-statement. So I can, I took that giant paragraph into a smaller sentence to my best self. We call them kind of like elevator statements. Like if you were stuck yeah. in an elevator and somebody asked you real quick, who are you? And I said, well, I propel people to reach their potential. And that's who I'm. And then the people that know me, they're like, oh my gosh, Nancy, that's you. That's what you do kind of thing. So those are the things that, that can help you to do it. But then another thing that I do, especially if I've done it with a team, I I we started introducing what we call like talent sightings. And so when you're working with a team, now that you understand each other's talents and you know your talents, you can say when you're working as a team, oh my gosh, I see you using your positivity right there. I, I see you're using your includer right there. I, I see you use it. Oh my gosh, your strategic has come out so well in this particular things and begin to do that as a team and start to see that. So their language becomes, I can see your talents and stuff. So things like that, but also to just begin to use those talents in the workplace. And there's some other exercises we have that are called building your talents into strengths, but also how your talents can enhance your performance in your workplace. So there's a lot of different follow-up things to do. And then I try, I don't always do this, but I try to get back with the team and then ask them some questions, how they're doing and give them maybe assignment once a month at your team, at your, when you're meeting as a team, talk about your talents, do one of the exercises and share the results together. So that's always a lot of fun to do as well. So, I mean, there's many things you can do and it's hard, but I hate when I have all these, notebooks on a shelf that I never look at, never read again. And we yeah. don't want core clarity to be that we want it to be active in their lives all the time. And that's, that doesn't always happen, you know? So, yeah, mm, that's great. I know it, it sounds so simple when we talk about it and it I know, I think, I don't know about you, but sometimes I think it's, it's a little work for people to, to do that, especially the reveal your best self. But I know once I, really fine-tuned it. It was like, oh, it, it helped me to help me have more clarity. As you've done that, even are there any particular things you think of, oh, these were some of my best self moments that you're <laughs> proud of? Gosh, best self moments. Well, I think for me, one of my best, some of my best self moments is understanding myself. One of the, um, with every talent, we have these bullet points that talk about, um, describe the talents and how they're so obvious in us or how they're so natural for us. But there's always a cautionary statement. And one of my cautionary statements with communication is that I need to learn to stop and listen. Don't talk all the time. Uh -huh. And that's been one of the things for me that I've really seen how I've grown in that, that I, 
and I need to be present in that moment because what I do, I'm, I'm activating, I'm thinking, I'm positive and I'm wooing people. And I'm thinking when I'm talking to somebody, I'm always thinking about what I want to say next and what's going to come next. And I'm not always paying attention to what they're saying. So I've had to learn to practice to do that. And I've really seen that in myself, some aha moments for me as I've begun to be a good listener. And that takes work and it takes time and it takes failure. I failed many times, but each time I fail, I do a little bit better the next time. And I've really begun to be, I notice how I'm present in, in conversations more than I used to be and try to be a good listener. And that's hard. It's hard for me. It does not come natural for me, but I've had to learn to work at it. Somebody told me once, well, if you're always working on your talents, what about the things you're not good at? And we always say in Core Clarity that we need, we want you to focus on your strengths and your talents, but work on those things, areas that you're weak in too as well, so they don't become a liability in your life. But most of your time should be spent on developing the talents of where, how God has made you already. So that's always helpful. But it's, it's some of those things, you know, it's hard sometimes. Yeah. Are there any particular um, books or things that you've loved reading that have helped you grow in your talents? Hmm, that's a good question. I think, honestly, for me, it's reading through the core clarity material that have helped me grow and helped me understand who I am, doing follow-up calls with the other facilitators in Core Clarity have helped me. A particular book that I've read about my talents, maybe not so much. Books I've read mostly are how I've developed more of my own spiritual growth and development. But one of the things I do notice that I do, this is not a really answering your question, but when I'm watching a movie or reading a book, I'm always trying to figure out the character's top five. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it- <laughs> It's so hard not to do that, isn't it? It's so hard not to do that. I had a friend who went through the training with me. She goes, you know, you're a core clarity nerd. When I'm at Disneyland, I'm trying to figure out Mickey Mouse's top five. <laughs> so, anyway, so that's one of the things that, that I do a lot too. But I wouldn't say there's a book that I've read that helped me because I haven't read some of the, the Clifton Strengths books, but I'm sure those are helpful as well. Yeah. Well, I know um, years ago I did Toastmasters with our friend Carol, and she has communication as one of her strengths. And it's, you know, to help someone learn to speak better. And I love taking it, but it is not one of my top five talents. Oh, yeah. But it kind of showed me just that whole idea of when we put our efforts in what our talents are, they just soar. And, Mm -hmm. you know, she, she is a good speaker communicator and she is. So I, 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 I know her. I know who you're, who you're talking yeah. about. And so it's fun to see. I mean, I think that's one of the talents that seems the most measurable to grow and develop in. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Cause it's just real tangible. Some mm-hmm. other, the other talents are just different. Right. But, um, but I enjoy that cause it just gave some tracks and like practice and do this and do, don't do that. And like yeah. you're saying with listening, is mm-hmm. all in part of that too. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, is there any other two cents that you would like to give any of our listeners that are maybe just learning about their strengths or um, have any of the ones that you do or live or work with someone that has any of your talents? <laughs> you can tell that you and I are both extremely excited about people learning about their talents. 
Yes. I think I wish that I, first of all, I would, I wish that I had known about my talents and my husband's talents when we first got married. That would have given us such great language. Um, I did meet with a young gal just going into college about a year or so ago, and she's very quiet, very introspective, very not outgoing and stuff. And it's always kind of felt like, where's my place in the world kind of thing. And we went through her talents and boy, the, the light bulbs go on with her, the language that it gave her language to, for who she was. And she didn't feel bad about who she was anymore. And then in college, she started to find her people, like her like, people like her and, yeah. her and, and where she was surrounded. So for me, that was like, wow, giving people language for who you are and not feeling bad about who you are anymore. And she doesn't feel bad about who she is anymore. So I loved that was like such a precious moment for me to see that happen in her life. But also in a, I always encourage young couples when they're in, again, when they get engaged to go through this, if they can, um, my husband and I do a fair amount of marriage counseling, pre-marriage, premarital counseling. And now we always do it with bringing core clarity into the mix. And I go through the couples packet with them and it just helps so much for the understanding of each other. And I wished we had done that at an early age. So if you are young and, and out there, maybe newly engaged or even newly married, this is something I would highly recommend for you to be understanding yourself first and then each other together, yourselves together. And then on a team, there's, I mean, it can be any kind of team. It can be, you know, in any realm of life, any, any working workplace, it's really helpful to understand who you're working with and why they, why they are the way they are. And then sometimes, not always, but sometimes it helps people understand, maybe I'm not in the right position right here. Yeah. I would be better over here. It's not always, it's not always a place for you to define where somebody's going to be the best job, but it helps you to understand maybe where you're working the best within your job. Yeah, that's great. Well, we could go on and on. We both just like to say we both are um, energized by just this topic and helping others to understand it too. And I would love um, to hear anything in particular that has brought you joy lately or put a smile on your face. Well, of course, my granddaughters put a smile on my face every time I'm with them, every time I see them, every time I talk to them. They're so much fun. I got to spend a whole week with them. So that brings me joy all the time. But just recently, we had our ultimate training camp with Athletes in Action. It's here in Fort Collins. There's one in Minnesota, but here in Fort Collins, we had when we had over 150 athletes from around the country that were here. We had about 40 to 50 staff, 30 interns, and we had five alumni interns. And those are um, athletes that have been to camp and have come and intern at camp and they have come back and they're kind of part of our staff team then. And I got to help lead them. But what I did with them is I went through the core clarity with them and they loved it. It just brought me so much joy. It was so much fun just even putting their materials together and printing them. And, and one couple got engaged while we were there that was part of the alumni interns. And so I got to go through the couple's packet with them. And that brings me a lot of joy. Those, yeah, those kind of things. That's and great. the camp was amazing. God changed so many. It was that's a whole nother topic. But yeah, that um, was amazing. It's fun to fun to see that. 
Well, thank you so much, Nancy. This has been just so fun to chat with you and um, just beat the drum about all these things. And so thank you so much for making time to be on Embrace Your Strengths. Thanks. Well, thanks for having me, Barbara. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.